When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Stanford University studied this. They found out that your phone knows when you're drunk. In fact, your phone, because of the incredible (laughs) sensors inside it, Uh can tell in just 20 steps whether or not you are impaired. Is that information you want your phone to know? (laughs) I know it's way too much. That's exactly (laughs) what I was thinking when you said that. Like, your phone just knows way too much. Is it judging is my question. Like, it's fine if it knows, but is it judging? Like, oh, tipsy again, are we? (laughs) It's only Wednesday, you know. Dear Scott, (laughs) would you like to make a doctor's appointment? (laughs) Uh, Well, it's fine if you know. We're going to keep it between us, okay, Siri? We're going to keep it between us. As long as it, like, uh, stops you from doing any, like, drunk texting or drunk tweeting, like, that would be a good... You know, if you could go ahead and be useful in that scenario for me when you do sense that I'm drunk, if you could just shut down everything, that'd be awesome. I've detected the cat is drinking and disabled iMessage. Oh, good! (laughs) Good! Hey, shut down Snapchat, too! Please, please, please. (laughs) Insta stories, shut it down. They say it is right 90% of the time in determining whether or not someone is actually impaired. And the practical application of this, in case you're wondering, what does that matter? They say this could be a valuable tool in the future to keep the public safe. It can alert you when you are too drunk to be driving. Things like that. And it can also tell... (laughs) It can also tell when you are too drunk to be doing many of the things you're doing. You may in the future just get a little pop-up saying, do you really think this is the best time to light a fire? Do you really think this is the best time to be using power tools? That sort of thing. This is their quote. In five years, I would imagine a world in which if people go out and drink at risky levels, they get an alert to protect them from high-risk events like driving, interpersonal violence, and unprotected sexual encounters. Wait, that too? (laughs) Scott, I have detected you're drunk. Do you have condoms? (laughs) Whoa! Whoa! Scott, please keep your hands where I can see them at all times. (laughs) I hope it isn't tracking the history on that, because I don't think I want to know. I want to know. We've detected you were drinking on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Shut up, shut up, shut up! (laughs) I don't want to hear anymore! (laughs) Turn it off! Chuck this into the Grand River so fast. (laughs) I have a new way for us to get rich. You know that I'm trying to get us wealthy, beyond belief, so that we can do whatever we want. And you know what? I think I've got the suggestion. Over in Germany, Mm -hmm. there's a circus. And the circus can't travel right now because of the distancing requirements. 
And they thought, how can we, as a circus, make money to stay open when we can't travel and we can't have people come to us? Ah, got it. They're apparently doing exceptionally well by selling the lion and tiger poop. I'm sorry, what now? The poop, the what? stuff that comes out the backside what? of a lion and tiger. Why? They're Why? selling it because people want the stuff because it keeps other animals away from their garden. Now, oh. I don't know if that's true or not because I've never had my hands on tiger poop. But if that's the miracle cure to keep skunks and raccoons out of my garden, I'm buying some too. I'm going to call Carol Baskin right now. Ah, okay. What I'm going to do. So I figured you would instantly think, Carol Baskin. You know what I'm thinking? And I know you're not supposed to put the windows down or open the door, but the Lion Safari has got lots of poop just laying around uh, everywhere. I know some people there. I think we could we could, we could, could make something work. Who cares? Let's just pay the admission. <laughs> we'll go through the... <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? We'll go through the savannah there. Just jump out when it looks like we could get back in before the tiger catches us scoop some poo and throw it in the trunk all to make sure that our garden is untouched (laughs) seems worth it in the meantime until we get rich from all the poo at the lion safari (laughs) we will continue doing this show it's part of our get rich slow scheme (laughs) we've had so many great schemes throughout the years haven't we (laughs) i'd add that to the list that's great we are good ideas people but terrible follow-through people that's our problem we're gonna do the poo thing you you (laughs) watch we're gonna do that darn poo thing just you wait and see (laughs) okay kw we're doing the poop thing it's it's happening where do you sell that is that like a kijiji kind of thing or (laughs) Uh, is there an app for that you would think it was in the free section of kijiji nope not this poop (laughs) is that like a facebook marketplace are we going with etsy with that i don't even know i'm not sure that's the fun of starting a new business wait wait we gotta create an app to just sell poop off of that's the moneymaker. Right. We create the app, and it's just for the poop. See? See how this works, everybody? We're just brainstorming with you. We're working together on this live in real time. It's great. Download the My Poop app now <laughs> at your favorite app store. <laughs> Promise, not extracted from people. <laughs> Let me run a couple of stories by you. We'll start off with Apple. They filed a new patent. Boy, when Apple files a patent, Uh you know it's a big deal, right? Yeah. What is this for now? How much money are we spending now? Mm, So far, just an idea, but they own it now. Okay. Internet-connected clothes and rugs. Why would you need an internet-connected rug? You know, if my if my rug does not have Wi-Fi, like I'm out. (laughs) What is this for? They're going to put speakers inside? That'd be cool. I don't know what you would need that for. Would it just tell the Roomba I need to be vacuumed? Or Maybe. A is, smart, is that the point? It's a smart rug. Everything's going to be smart now. Everything's going to outsmart us. Our house is going to start taking over our lives because everything's just smarter than us now. Even a freaking rug. I can picture it. I'm going to get one of those internet-connected rugs, and then I'm going to start getting notifications on my phone. Oh, it appears Scott has put on some weight. Recommended <laughs> diet. It's a built-in scale. <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrifying. A seven, oh boy, this is like the worst nightmare for parents. A seven-year-old boy in New Zealand 
has finally had a piece of Lego come out of his nose. Two years after he shoved it up there. No. Two years of walking around with a Lego brick in his nose. They knew about the Lego brick or did they find out this way? I believe they found out. You know, I mean, they could have subjected the kid to surgery if they knew, but I don't know. I mean, I think the general expectation, even from the doctors, would be, uh, unless it's hurting him or affecting his breathing, just leave it. It'll come out eventually. It took two years to come out. That's not right. That's wild. That's not right. A guy in Chicago was arrested after he live-streamed himself breaking into an ATM. Oh. Oh. You thought that was a good idea, did you? Why would you do that? Because he wanted to to get it on TikTok or or on Instagram or whatever and show everybody, hey, look at me. I can break into an ATM. Watch this. Yeah, police tracked him like instantly and arrested him on the spot. Wow. Police in Vermont are looking for someone who broke into a store with a bed sheet over their head and body like they were a ghost. (laughs) They were trying to fulfill the requirement of having a face covering. And so they decided to go in with the sheet over them. They covered their whole body. Did he poke holes in it, though? Because that would be great. In this day and age, how do you argue with that? Well, we did ask people to cover. They've actually done a little bit more than we asked. You can't really say get out of the store because you've got a sheet over your body. They didn't know he was going to rob them. And it must be weird to admit you got robbed by a ghost. Can I get a description? White. (laughs) Yo, hey, hey, hey. Just white. Hands in the air and (laughs) trick or treat. (laughs) Morgan Freeman is the celebrity that people would like to see be the next celebrity president. Mm -hmm. When we mentioned it earlier, a few different suggestions came in. Morgan Freeman's good, and we already got a preview in the movie Deep Impact. He was a great president preparing people for the end of the world. the best, and who doesn't want to listen to that guy? I listen to him all day. Somebody suggests that Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be the best president. Interesting. He was number five in this particular survey, in case you're wondering. So, yes, he was one of the most suggested celebrities. Samuel L. Jackson was popular for some people. You know, it's amazing how different a G7 summit would be if Sam L. Jackson was in charge. (laughs) If he was calling the shots, holy cow. The translators wouldn't know what to do, because I don't know if there is a direct translation for the majority of the words that come out of his mouth. That's true. Uh Uh-huh. Judge Judy was a popular one on your list. I like that. What what upsets me is there's not a lot of females on the list, unfortunately, but there's uh, two up at the top. One being Judge Judy, 69%. The other being Betty White. Betty White for president? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's older than Joe Biden. <laughs> You're taking a risk, right? <laughs> you really are. If she's got a good VP pick, then maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know how Oprah didn't make the list. Because for years, people had speculated, eventually, Oprah would w- run for president. And same with uh, George Clooney. Yeah, George Clooney's on the list, but he's, he's closer to the bottom of this list. I don't know if he'd be a good president, but I want to think Ben Affleck would be fun. <laughs> he'd be a fun president. Ben Affleck would be fun. He, you're right. You know, there's moments of stress where you're like, what's he going to do about it? What is he going to do? You never know. Well, every president, when they move in, gets to make a modification. And in the past, some have had a putting green installed. I believe Trump had a, a, a golf simulator put into the White House. Others have had a bowling alley installed. That sort of thing. 
you got to know Ben would be adding a bar, right? It would absolutely. You know what? I want like a British pub style bar put in at the White House. <laughs> and you know who else is on this list? Speaking of things like that is Leonardo DiCaprio. Couple Ooh. of notes on Leo being president. First Guys, off, we're going to need to add more bedrooms. <laughs> more bedrooms and a yacht. He's going to need a presidential yacht. ASAP, please, please, please. Um, and also, I mean, it'd be too distracting. I think he's he's almost too good looking to be president. Is that such a thing to be too good looking? Maybe. You can watch a news conference with the sound down. Yeah, like I don't, I don't care what you have to say. Just let me see this. Just, just stand there. Just stand there, Mister President. <laughs> That's great. Let's talk about your cat. Your cat's tail does things that indicate how it's feeling. But we don't know what movements of that tail mean what. Oh, wait, now we do. They did a lot of research into this. (laughs) I'm so glad. When the cat's tail is straight and vertical, that's the cat's way of saying it's pleased to see you. That means the cat is content. Straight tail, pointing straight up. Happy to see you. If you ever see your cat swaying its upright tail, you know, tails... Just uh, a little tip, like the tip of the tail? Going, that's right. Okay, gotcha. That is showing a derisive attitude towards you or your actions. That is the cat's way of mocking you. <laughs> that makes so much sense mm, now. Sure, okay. So much sense. And you know what? Now that I know that, I'm going to start calling him out on it. You making fun of me? You making fun of me? <laughs> I opened your food, got fish juice all over me, and you're mocking me? Come on. You want to eat or not? A tail held out horizontally behind the cat. Does that happen often? I've ne- I don't think I've ever seen that. I've never had a cat, but I don't think I've ever seen that in a cat. It just means that it is not scared or angry. You've caught the cat in a mild, pleasant mood. Okay. If the tail's out, it's not down or up. So that's when you can bring up some questions you've always wanted to ask the cat. Don't do it in any other way, but if it's horizontal, then you can do it. It's in the mood. When they walk with their tail between their legs, they're showing compliance or submissiveness. Right. In confrontation, they'll do the opposite. There we go. It'll go up on the other side kind of thing. Okay, that's a dog thing too usually, isn't it? Tail totally. tucked between their legs. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like there's some similarities between cats and dogs here, even though they only studied cats. If the tail is pointed down with a hooked end, it's not angry, but it's willing to strike out if you piss it off. No. <laughs> oh, oh, we just got real aggressive all of a sudden I think there. You always have to walk around eggshells with some cats. I know not every cat is like that. The cats get a rap for being like little, you know what? But some cats are really sweet. If the cat is sitting or lying down, it shows that it is relaxed. But if it has its tail tapping the ground, they're fixated on something happening around them. Okay, I've seen that a lot. I've seen that tapping thing a lot. They say in this state where they're lying down but tapping their tail, cats are deceptively alert. So that's not the time to talk trash about the cat. That's not the time to have the discussion about, are we getting a dog? Because they're paying attention. You know, for like the most part, pretty like lazy creatures, they have a lot of thoughts running through their head, apparently. That's basically the theme of this, is that they're pretty smart animals. But They've they got act, a strategy, and they actually express themselves through their tail. They act super lazy, but really there's a lot more going on there. If the cat has a straight bristling tail 
That's them trying to be bigger than they actually are. That means they're ready to strike if a threat approaches. If something comes near them, they will retaliate. Okay, all right. So that's the time you have the squirt bottle handy. Okay, I figured it all out. (laughs) Do you do a squirt bottle thing with your cat? No, I actually feel bad. I mean... He's a good guy. I can tell he's just old and he's cranky. He's just a cranky old man. Sure. They get grumpy as you go. Sure. Sure. So does my dad. And I don't squirt him with a squirt (laughs) bottle. So I'd like to see you try. (laughs) Okay. I admit this is what I signed up for, but it is a little weird. The COVID tracking app. I did put it on my phone. Uh Uh-huh. And somebody just pointed out to me that if you go to settings... Privacy, health. Those three things. Settings, then privacy, then health. Mm -hmm. You can go into the COVID-19 exposure logging. And you can look at your exposure checks. So it's one thing to just check the app every now and again. And it says, no, no, you haven't been exposed. You're good. And that's fine. Okay, great. But if you go into the exposure checks... It logs every time your phone was around other phones. And let's see here. I'm going back through. Uh, So yesterday I was out at 12.04. Okay. I interacted with 19 different phones. I don't think I was around 19 different people. I didn't think I was. Mm -hmm. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. 8.01 yesterday morning. I was around 15 different phones. I just went to get a coffee, and it seemed like there was really nobody else around at that Tim's, except for the people who work there. Saturday night, 15 people at 1.50 a.m. Well, that was the neighbors having their real loud party. That wasn't even on me. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, 8 p.m., 36 different provided key counts. Actually, that means I was around 36 different phones when my phone logged at that time. Doesn't that make you feel good though that that many people had the app? So if one of them did have COVID, you would at least be able to, you would know. Well, right? it's that's very true and it's supposed to give us a little peace of mind. The problem is, number 1, we need a lot of people to have it on their phones and I'm not sure how many people actually have installed it. The other problem here is if somebody actually does test positive, sorry, I'm so excited I punched the microphone. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. How many phones are even around? <laughs> sorry if I just blew your subwoofer. The other thing is, if you do happen to test positive, public health gives you the code. You have to enter the code, and then that's what signals to other people that right. they may have been around you and been exposed. What if they type in the number wrong? Or what if they don't enter the code at all? I mean, we're really kind of relying on other people mm-hmm. to help make this work. That's and while I fully trust work. myself and partially you, I really don't trust the vast majority of other people that I may interact with at a gas station or at a Starbucks. Doesn't everything about COVID-19 really bring out your trust issues, though? Ah, like, and I'm, yes. I, for everything from the app is just the, the the beginning. I mean, everything now we have to trust that people will send their kids to school and everything will be fine, and they'll test them and they'll monitor them. Like, do you think everyone will? <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It just that all either. comes down to like trust, and you hope for the best. And now, so far in the region, although there's some recent numbers saying making me go, oh, you know, we've done a good job, and I think that we can, for the most part, trust most people. But unfortunately, there's going to be a few that slip through the cracks maybe that not so trustworthy that causes some issue right 
Listen, we're all being asked to download the app, and it is free, and it takes up very little space on your phone. So if you would like to to contribute to giving peace of mind to your fellow citizens, download the COVID tracking app. And if you want, go into that settings thing. It's actually kind of surreal to see how many people you're around. I thought I was alone. I didn't know there was other people here. I don't know who that one other person was at 3.50 a.m. last Thursday, but eh, it's a little creepy. I thought I was alone. What did you see? What did you see? Uh, I'm going to call BS on this cat. Uh Uh-oh. I'm reading a really good article here about spam phone calls. The telemarketers. And we know that a lot of people get ripped off every single day here and across the country. So I'm going to tell you what I've learned about spam calls. Let's see if you think that what they're saying is legit. Okay. They say spam calls aren't getting worse. The University of North Carolina found the number of robocalls we're getting is basically the same from month to month, even though it might feel like the problem is getting worse. It feels like it's getting worse. It does feel it, I'll right? I'll get like I mean, two, three crazy. calls a day. No, I'll get two or three calls a day lately. It's real bad. You think this is legit? Answering spam calls or talking with a telemarketer won't make you get more of them. The authors of the study found that answering robocalls or talking with telemarketers does not have an effect on the number of calls you receive. Mm. I'm still not answering. I believe. I'm still not. I I definitely believe that, but it doesn't mean I'm answering either because it it doesn't make a difference. Why would you pick up? And then you have to listen to someone pretend to be from the government. Then you have it from the CRA. Like, give me a break. Stop it. The police have been called. A warrant has been issued for your arrest. This is an automated message to let you know you're going to be under arrest. But unfortunately, people buy into this. I don't. It's a shame, isn't it? The majority of robocalls do not contain a recorded message. 62% of the unsolicited calls in the study included no audio at all. That is equally frustrating. Just as frustrating as, hello, I'm calling from A1 duct cleaning, is nothing on the other end. And then you sit there like a loser. Hello? 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 (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you always change the inflection of your hello. It's never the same. Hello? Some people, they say, get so many unsolicited calls, it makes their phone unusable. Mm. The researchers found many instances of people receiving hundreds of back-to-back calls, which they claim made their phone unusable for days at a time. Wow. Okay. I totally could see that. (sighs) The reason, by the way, is other people. So there's some people who, when they sign up for something, will give out a fake phone number. Well, sometimes when you sign up for things in the fine print, it'll say we can give your information to other people. And when you consent to doing that, then telemarketers can grab those numbers or they can hack into the company that you gave your number to. They say this is impacting the the pandemic. Healthcare workers and contact tracers are reporting having a hard time getting a hold of people since so many people are weary about answering a call from a number they don't know. So here's my question. And I get that our government is very, very busy. There's a lot on the go. But if now these telemarketers are not just scamming people out of money, but actually causing a public health issue, why haven't we aggressively 
gone after them. We have a do not call list. We've had it for years oh, in this country. What a joke. Why that, what a that joke that is, though. No, it's such a joke, that do not call list. Remember the promise of the do not call list? Remember how good you felt when you plunked your number in that website and you went, yeah, I'm not going to get any calls. Can I tell you I actually think the do not call list got hacked? Because I wasn't getting that many calls until I signed up for the do not call list. And some of them are easy to, to, to see, right? Like, I mean, I got a call from Peru the other day. Eh, I'm pretty sure I have no Peruvian friends or family. So uh, that was easy to ignore. But the local ones, right? I'm getting a lot of the 519 sent to my phone. And it's just getting out of control. Something well, needs to be done. I mean, you're not wrong. The fact that they can mask their number and make it seem like it's a local call... I get them from everywhere, everywhere from uh, Kitchener to Montreal, I get calls from. And yet they're all call centers in India, it seems. Super frustrating. Anyway, uh, they say the problem is not getting worse, despite what all of us already know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the After 9 Podcast. I got hurt this weekend and I was really debating whether or not I should tell anybody that I was hurt, but it actually did hurt. And I got hurt at a wedding of all places. It's kind of embarrassing. Tell everyone what happened to you. Well, first off, the groom was supposed to put my boutonniere on and is totally incompetent at doing that sort of thing. It's not for everybody. Maybe you're not the type who can pin a flower on Wait someone else's minute. lapel. The, is that a, seriously a groom job? I've never heard of that before. The groom's supposed to pin it on the best man? Is that how that works? I pinned his on him. He was supposed to pin his on me, unfortunately. Oh, that's so cute. Like you guys are going to prom or something. That's adorable. I never he knew pin- that. He pinned it right into my nipple. Oh. That was not comfortable. Well, but it's okay. I can tell you, knowing the groom, he might have done it on purpose. He probably did. And then it was an outdoor wedding, and, and we all know that you got to distance yourselves right now, and open air is better than indoor air, and they did it all right. Outside, backyard, they set up a nice trellis in front of the shed, and that's where we were standing for the ceremony. Now, I needed to be positioned so that I wasn't necessarily in the photos if the photographer just wanted the bride and groom. But on a different angle, I was in the photos. The problem is, to facilitate that position, I needed to be standing in the mulch from the garden beside the shed. So that's where I was. But there was a big rock in the way. So I was kind of doing the one-leg bent, one-leg straight thing. And after a while, because it took a bit, My legs started to fall asleep a bit. And then when I went to move, I'm glad they'd watered the garden, but I slipped in the mulch and twisted my knee. So then I had to hobble around the reception for hours after that. It was a great excuse to not have to dance. (laughs) Ah, I'm sorry I got hurt during the ceremony. If you dance that way, though, people just might think it's your normal dancing. Who's that guy hobbling? Is he okay? No, that's how he normally dances. I think he's doing the WAP thing with Cardi B and, and Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> or that that's video. how he got hurt. One of the two. <laughs> Describe Cat Callahan with a song title. I'm really curious to see what comes back. Now, I'm going to read you what's come in so far, Cat. Oh, Kat. no. Okay. 
If you want to weigh in on these, you go ahead. If you don't want to say anything, I totally understand. Travis suggests sexy back, Justin Timberlake. Mm. Okay, sure. Mm. Girls just want to have fun. Electric Youth from Debbie Gibson. Happy by Pharrell. Thank you for that one, Tyler. Good one. Now there's a bit of a theme starting to form here. First suggestion, red, red wine. <laughs> okay, yeah. Drunk in Love, Beyonce. <laughs> That's my jam. Two More Bottles of Wine by Emmy Lou Harris. <laughs> red, red wine by UB40. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk in Love by Beyonce. Okay. All right. With the add-on, I know she loves her kids and hubby, but I'm sure she has to have some glasses of wine every now and then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Truth Hurts, Lizzo, and Savage. Tech says, I think those suit cat. Listen, I am personally offended that you'd think I drink because I've, I've never touched a drink in my life. I don't know the taste of wine. I've never had it. Don't even know what songs are about wine, so I don't know. No. Nope. Uh, another suggestion. Sweet but psycho. Cat's a protective mama bear. Yeah, they're not wrong. Sweet but psycho. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's her regular laugh. She puts it on all the rest of the time. <laughs> Here's a text from Matt. LMAO, get crazy, the Jersey Shore theme. <laughs> get crazy, get stupid, get wild. We will rock you. Hmm. All right. Oh, okay. Justin Moore, you look like I need a drink. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> waiting on it. That's kind of mean, no? I was waiting on it. I was waiting on it. That's good. Song to describe Cat. Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. She's strong, independent, beautiful, and hilarious. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate that. Guys, when Cat does her girl's voice, I think of Valley Girls by Zappa. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I know what that is, so I'll just assume that it fits. Beautiful by Christina Aguilera. Aw, nice. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, what's up, Krispy Kreme? They are jumping aboard the cinnamon-scented bandwagon in a big way. Sort of cinnamony. There's some cinnamon, but it's mainly a pumpkin spice collection of donuts. You can get a dozen donuts that are all pumpkin spiced in their own ways. And every one of them looks fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. They have the pumpkin spice original glazed. They call it a twist on the original. Pumpkin spice cake donut. It's covered in their signature glaze, a pumpkin spice original filled cheesecake donut. It comes filled with cheesecake filling and topped with cheesecake icing. And then there's the pumpkin spice cinnamon roll donut, which is, they say, brand new this year. They also have pumpkin spice sugar blend with cream cheese icing and more. Mm. Only available for the next month. Your move, Starbucks. Your move. <laughs> Only for a month, eh? They're, they're killing it with the PSL, or maybe it's just my Instagram feed. But every time they release that PSL, it, it, it never fails. People are just up on it, even if they just do one a year. And they're going to Instagram it, and they're going to show everyone, look at this PSL. Look, I did it. Okay, but here's the thing. You've carved a pumpkin before, which means you've cut into a pumpkin before. It's not what pumpkin tastes like. Is that what it's you're not what at? pumpkin tastes like? <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> this is pumpkin just itself me. is awful. <laughs> 
This is basically a sugary combo that they've come up with that kind of tastes... No, it doesn't even taste anything close to a pumpkin. Not even close. It's true. if they slapped a reminder or a disclaimer on it, may remind you faintly of pumpkin flavor, you'd still call BS. Yeah. It doesn't taste anything like pumpkin. It's not at all. But it's delicious. Whatever it is, it's amazing. I'll take it. All day long. Well, what else do we have right now? Let's focus on the good things we have, like the pumpkin spices of the world. Sure. Sure. We need good things. Okay. It's just not, I don't know what it is, but it's not pumpkin. No, it's not. <laughs> you don't ask questions, though. Don't ask questions. Just, just shove it in your pie hole. Typically, when someone goes to their car and finds a note left under their windshield, it's because somebody dinged their car or somebody has a problem with the way that person parked their car. Those would be very, very common reasons for finding a note under the windshield. Right. This one is different. So this person returns to their car, finds a note under the windshield wiper. It was left by a neighbor who lives in the same apartment. A photo of that piece of paper was shared on Instagram, of course. Because the subject matter is scandalous. Uh Uh-oh. It was captioned, everything comes out in the wash. This is what the note said. FYI, I did your boyfriend. He said you were broken up. I live in 5D. Number one, wash your car. Number two, dump him. Not in that order. What do you do when you come back to your car and find that note? Are you instantly like, okay, where's my boyfriend? Or are you going up to 5D to ask some questions of the person who left that note? I would assume most people go right to their man. What is this? I'm thumbing through the comments on this post. It's on Neighbors from Hell on Instagram if you want to throw them a follow. This person says, this is actually... A good neighbor. You agree? Is that a good neighbor? Uh, I mean, for telling her, yeah. Why not? You have no personal connection to that guy. It happened. You thought that he was single. He clearly was not. You found out. You want to rat him out. So, eh, all is fair here to me. Next comment. Honestly, I'd buy her a drink. Next comment. I sure wouldn't have said where I live. Ha. That's kind of an interesting twist too, right? She left a note because she didn't want to have that conversation in person, Sure, but did tell her where she can find her. Well, there's legitimacy to it when she does identify herself. Like, look, I'm the I'm the one here. Like, then it makes you think, like, why would you out who you are, where you live if this wasn't true? Right. It's got to be an incredibly emotional time when you find out your partner is cheating. Is that how you'd want to find out? Or would you want to have that conversation maybe in the laundry room when you run into that woman from 5D? I don't think it matters how you find out. The fact that you found out is probably enough. That's all that matters. And now you can dump them. If it's true, which I assume it is, because again, why would anyone go out of their way to do that? Unless something else is going on here. So yeah, I don't think it really matters how. hate when someone enters the room at the exact wrong time. Like like when I'm Googling underwear for a reason, for work, I'm Googling underwear and it's got Joe Exotic's face on it. And uh, Daryl from our brother station came in. Anyway, he uh, 
came in at the worst time. But anyway, there is a reason why I am looking at Joe Exotic underwear. And yeah, I'm talking pictures of his face on, on your boxers. Would you ever wear those? Like if you were given them free, if you were gifted them, would you wear boxers with Joe Exotic's face on them? You stop being stupid. Of course I would. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want Joe Exotic down near my uh, bits. Oh, you I don't, don't think that. that your girlfriend would be like, oh, hello. I mean, no. hello. No. You're right. She wouldn't. Entertaining, but he's not a particularly attractive man. Uh, I don't think that's going to do anything for me. From behind bars, by the way, he is a part of this. It's a new line. And if you're wondering, well, who would even buy that? You might be surprised. The last time that they launched, it's a collaboration with a company called Odangerous, which also sells like hoodies, face masks, stuff like that. When they pushed out a bunch of other Joe Exotic merch back in May, and keep in mind it was back in May, but still sold out Within a couple of hours, they made about 20 grand in sales in those two hours alone. So we'll see. I think there's going to be some people. The question is how many people are still on that train, right? Because when it first came out, everyone was talking about it. Now, I don't know. Is it as cool to wear Joe Exotic's face? Is it ever cool to wear Joe Exotic's face on your crotch? I don't know. Anyway, I'm getting that up right now at scottandcat.ca. That's the reason I'm Googling those underwear, and now I look strange. So you were underwear shopping in front of a coworker. I wasn't shopping. That's a bad look, Kat. I was not shopping. For the record, I'm not buying these. I am uninterested. Unless it comes in pink. I don't want it. No, I'm not getting any. Daryl must have had a great start to his day. Holy cow. He just came in to say hello, and all of a sudden, boom. He goes, what are you doing, Callahan? I was like, (laughs) it's for work. He's like, sure, that's what I always tell people. What are you doing? Let's go for a beer later. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) What do you think? Are divorce rates higher or lower in the pandemic? Ooh. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Oh, so it's one or the other. It's not like mm, staying the same. They are not stagnant. Okay. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say lower just because. Well, it's actually a pretty safe bet. There's a good theory out there that with all that extra time together and and people couldn't really leave the house, that being that close actually strengthened their relationship. That's a perfectly logical way of thinking about it. It's also dead wrong. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> the number of people looking for divorces, they say 34% higher from March through June than it was during the same period last year. Oh, wow. Divorces jumped 57% from February 13th through to April 13th of this year. Wow. But here's the thing that's really interesting about the numbers. The newer the marriage, the more it's in trouble. Out of the couples filing for divorce, 20% are newlyweds who got married in 2020. Oh my gosh, what? Yeah. Did you even know them when you married them then? That's what I'm wondering. Okay, we're going to get married and and right before the pandemic, we'll say I do. Oh, now I got to spend a lot of time with you and I don't like that really. So yeah, let's just walk away on this. I only married you for the celebration of like the wedding day (laughs) and actually being with you makes me ill. (laughs) (laughs) So I really thought you could cook, but then I realized, oh, you can't and this just doesn't work for me. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, as it turns out, 
I like you. I just don't like spending time with you. So we're going to end things here. And I wish you well during our remaining days on Earth. Isn't that crazy? Divorce lawyers are like, cha-ching, cha-ching. Oh, you know what? Divorce lawyers are just raking it in. And in some cases, they're doing a lot of their work distance. They don't even have to go to court. They can just turn on their laptop and zoom in to a JOP and get stuff done. People are applying for divorces like it's the Serb. It's crazy. (laughs) CRA. Yeah, do you guys do divorces as well? (laughs) Come on, please. There's a suggestion, Cat, that we aren't giving our hot dogs enough respect. Oh. Rude. We, Rude. We, oh, okay, wait, why does a hot dog really deserve respect, though? I mean, I- explain this to me. I'll elaborate. We take the time and put in the effort when it comes to chicken, steak, mm-hmm. some pork. Mm-hmm. We take the time and we marinate it. And the suggestion is that we should treat hot dogs the same way. Can you marinate hot dogs? Yeah. No. So I actually just read the the recipe for apparently the good one. They say for a sweet and tangy hot dog marinade, this will do eight hot dogs. Combine three quarters of a cup of ketchup with two tablespoons of red wine vinegar and one tablespoon of soy sauce. It should be poured into a shallow dish. You should soak the hot dogs for approximately an hour before you put them on the grill. Does everyone realize the texture of a hot dog? You don't need to make that better. Just leave it as what it is. A hot dog is a hot dog. It's weird and we don't even know what's in it. Just eat it. Leave it alone. Am I missing something? Should we be marinating hot dogs? Have I been missing out on some great recipe all along because I'm not? Is there anybody listening right now? That marinates their hot dogs. Because me, I'll eat a hot dog in a moment of desperation. I just didn't thaw anything and I need something quick. So you stick it in the microwave for about 45 seconds on high and you got yourself a meal right there. Should I have been marinating them for an hour? Sounds like a big waste of time to me. Sounds like I think so too. How does the marinade even get into the hot dog? It's in a casing. Just take it out of its plastic wrap, throw it in the microwave. You don't even need to boil it. It doesn't make a difference. Just chuck it in the microwave and eat it and feel nothing but shame as you eat it. That's the only thing you need to do with a hot dog. Don't. (laughs) Just leave it. Let it be. (laughs) The meal of self-wallowing. Just cry cry as you eat that hot dog. (laughs) Just take that hot dog in. Tears are flowing. Realize that your life is absolutely horrible as you down that hot dog as your meal and leave it alone. (laughs) Don't need to worry about marinating it. Just eat it and cry. Let me read some text messages that have come in about hot dogs and whether or not they should or should not be marinated. Adam says, guys, all beef juicy jumbos are top shelf when it comes to hot dogs. I wasn't aware there was a top shelf with hot dogs. I didn't know that. Huh. Thank you, Adam. Guys, really sounded like Kat was biting her tongue trying not to swear on that one. <laughs> Anytime we talk about wieners, it's just hard for me. Guys, let's be honest. You don't feel shame after eating a hot dog. You feel nothing but pure bliss. <laughs> if you're drunk, maybe. If you're really, really drunk and you just need to eat something, a hot dog is top shelf. 
That's not bliss. That's nitrates, my friend. Yeah. That's sodium coursing through your veins. <laughs> <laughs> Marinate your hot dogs. Maybe I'll try it. I don't want to write it off until sure. I have. No, well, don't knock it till you try it. Sure. The editors at Reviewed have published what they say will be the most popular gifts for 2020. A little early to talk about gift giving. <sighs> yeah, Maybe. you know, <laughs> not for me ever. I love Christmas. I could talk about Christmas on December 27th every year. No problem. A Disney Plus subscription is the number one <laughs> thing that people will either request or get. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like that. Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 are number two. I'm really surprised they're not number one, to be honest with you, other than the fact that they're going to be crazy expensive when they finally hit the market, but they're going to be very, very popular, both gaming systems. I didn't even know what this was, but you might be interested in it. It's the Laugh and Learn Grow the Fun Garden to Kitchen Set from Fisher Price. Oh. Recommended for kids 12 to 36 months, this playset has a garden side and a kitchen side, so kids can cook what they grow. Oh, like for real? This isn't a play thing? Like they're no, actually like growing things? Your, your kids can like grow a tomato and then cook it. Oh, yeah. No, I don't trust that at all. That sounds really messy. I'll pass. 12 to 36 months. That's, That's a not right. ambitious one Not right. My 18-month-old, that would uh, he, she'd be eating dirt. I'd have to clean the floor every two seconds from all this stuff. No, that's a pass. The Arame Serenity Medium Diffuser is going to be popular. Under $30, they mm -hmm. point out, by the way. Okay. They say it has a nice design, easy to operate and easy to clean. It provides even scent for up to six hours. Oh, a diffuser is always a great gift, I think. Apple AirPods Pro. I don't mm -hmm. even know what the difference is between regular and pro. It's pro, so it's got to be better. And I bet you it's what, like I have 50 bones more, I bet? Something like that? Uh, they say 220 US okay. is what most people will pay around the holidays. A gravity blanket. A gravity We're blanket? Spend in a lot more time at home. Yeah. Gravity blanket, they say, will comfort you and give you a much more calming sleep. What? Is that like a weighted blanket? It's a weighted blanket. Gotcha. Yep, makes sense. Those are great. That was popular last year, and they say it'll be a big hit again this year. Yeah, all the ones you're mentioning, you notice how they're very stay-at-home-ish? Very. There's the Always Pan. The Always Pan from our place claims to replace eight pieces of cookware and can do everything from sautéing to frying to boiling pasta and more. Mm. They say after testing it, they loved its versatility, as well as how absolutely gorgeous it is with its terracotta finish and Instagrammable look. Ooh. Look at me like a sucker with five pots <laughs> and three pans. You loser. I could have had the always pan. <laughs> what are you thinking? The Eufy RoboVac 11S. They say give the gift of clean floors without lifting a finger. It's a robot vacuum. It's kind of like a Roomba. There is a master class subscription. Okay. You can do anything from take a cooking class with Gordon Ramsay to play basketball with Steph Curry or even acting lessons from Natalie Portman. If you buy somebody the all access master class pass. Huh. And finally, Sony noise canceling headphones. Okay, yep.
$350 for headphones? Really? Come on, guys. I do this for a living, and my headphones aren't even worth that much, I'll be honest with you. $99 for these Sonys on my ears right now. Amen, brother. Amen. Now, they're not noise-canceling, but I also have minimal fear of getting hit by a train while I'm out walking. So, <laughs> Or sitting in your sitting in your home broadcasting. There's very low risk. I mean, I know you're over the flight path there, but there's very low risk of anything happening. <laughs> Those are the top 10 most popular gifts for 2020 from the editors of Reviewed. This is the After 9 Podcast.